What's up, everybody? Welcome to Draft Chaff. This is episode number 157. My name is Zach. I'm one of your hosts. And joining me, as per usual, Ben Fisher. Unfortunately, we did have some recording problems when filming this episode. And so our usual sort of intro and banter in the beginning of the episode, as well as our crack a draft type thing, and unfortunately, our listener question of the week did get kind of axed. We lost uh, Ben's audio for that part of the recording. Fortunately, this is our live draft episode, and we did have a backup audio once Ben started recording the actual draft portion of the of the episode, but he didn't start that until the draft started. So apologies for missing out on the beginning part of the show. Thank you so much for continuing to listen. Hopefully the audio is uh, manageable <laughs> throughout the rest of the draft. And um, we'll have our usual sign-off, uh, actually no sign-off this week, but our usual kind of end of the episode to wrap things up as per usual. So thanks so much for listening, and we hope you enjoy. All right, let's get into this. So today, our main topic is our LTR live draft. We do try to do a live draft for every set that is available on Arena. So we're going to go through this. Um, if you're not on Spotify, maybe check out Spotify because we upload video version of the podcast over there. And um, if not, we'll try to have this up on YouTube as well. I've been pretty bad about getting these up to YouTube, so just remind me in the Discord if, if it's not there, uh, and we'll get it up there. But we're getting into, I believe this was a premiere draft, Ben? Uh, this was traditional. I, I figured, you know, best of three, okay. get some more practice with whatever deck we wind up with, uh, really get to know these cards. And uh, we're already firing. Uh, you see it on your end. I did hit record. I saw it. It happens. We're recording. And our pack one pick one is... Ooh, we've got a Mithril Coat here. That's three mana, Flash Indestructible. When ETBs attached to target legendary creature you control, equipped creature has Indestructible. Man, it doesn't feel that hard <laughs> to, uh, to, to make this work, right? I mean, there's a lot of legends. At any given time, most players had at least one legendary creature on the battlefield at pre-release. Yeah, there are just so many of them like we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Well, there's actually three other legends in the pack. We got Legolas Counter Kills, the blue green scry uncommon. We've got Butterbur, Brienne Keeper, the uh, 3 3 green white food uncommon, makes a new food every turn. And we've got Theoden, King of Rohan, the 2 3 red white double striking humans tribal uncommon. But honestly, Mithril Coat leaves us open. Like it, it's, it's a colorless yeah. rare that works with indestructible. I mean, it just gives legends indestructible. This seems pretty sick. Um, fl- I mean, it's just a really good combat trick. It works well with your ring. Yeah, the other thing too, to right? mention with right, yeah, the ring bearer will always be legendary. The other thing to mention with that is that it only cares about legends on the ETB. After that, you can equip it to anything. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. All right, we have been passed. Born upon a wind. That's a blue rare. It gives a thing flash. Not super interested in that. We've got Menalore Swift Savior. That's the four mana three three. Oh, this one might be going to the draft draft cube. Four mana three three flyer. When it deals combat damage to a player, exile up to one target creature you control or own, and then return it under the battlefield under your control. It's a teleportation circle, dude. Yeah, on a bird. Love it. Oh, there's also the bath song. This one's sick. Four mana, the first two chapters of the saga are draw two, then discard a card, and then you shuffle any number of target cards from your graveyard into your library and float to blue. There's also a quick beam upstart ent. Six mana, five, six. It's kind of pricey, though. Uh, no standout removal. There's a mortar muster, which I really like one in the black, amass one, lose a life, draw a card. Um, I am kind of looking to take a legend here though, to pair with the mithril coat and a, an ETB flicker legend. Like, come on, dude, <laughs> it's hard for me to pass that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Metal um, seems sweet. The, um, 
The other cards in this pack are just kind of passive. Like, they're just meh. I don't, I'm Whoa. enthusiastic. Whoa! That is a late, delighted halfling. Uh, that's green for a 1-2. It's a rare. It taps for a generic mana, or you can add one mana of any color, spend this mana only to cast a legendary spell, and it can't be countered. One mana mana dorks are really strong. I'm surprised this wasn't taken first. Yeah, that's probably a signal. This is early in the pack still, but uh, what else are you supposed to do here? Like, we do have a Samwise of Stouthearted, but... Eh. Look, I, if I see something like this, I'm willing to move into it. Um, I mean, that would put us in blue-green, but again, it's still early. And this also cares about legends, so... Plus, this can help uh, cast and splash off-color legends. Pairs well with the Mithril Coat. Plus, you know... It's a one mana mana door. Yeah, I mean, I'm not passing... into any color at this point. We were past Mines of Moria. Enters tapped unless you control legend. You can pay four, tap, exile three from your graveyard, create two treasures. Nah, it doesn't seem great. There's a Rising of the Day. That's an enchantment and uncommon. The three mana red gives your creatures haste. Kind of mid. Mirror of Galadriel. We could just try to go totally in on legends. <laughs> this uh, this only counts legendary creatures. Mithril Code is a legendary artifact. Let's see. In blue, we're kind of getting cut. There's a Hithlane Knots. One of the blue tap a creature, scry one, draw a card. Doesn't pair well with Metal Door that well. There's Chance Met Elves in green if we're going to try to pair with uh, Delighted Halfling. It's 3 mana 3 2. Whenever you scry, put a 1 1 counter on it, and it triggers once each turn. There's an Enraged Huorn. 5 mana 4 5 Trample. ETB Ring tempts you. Uh, I don't know. What do you want here, dude? Ring? Oh, hold on. I took the Mirror of, Gilgalad- of Galadriel by accident. <laughs> uh, oh, that's what we're doing. I, I was going to take the, uh, the, the Elves, I think. Yeah, uh, we're seeing a lot of black cards coming our way. There's an Orcish Medicine, a Black Breath, a Morgul Knife Wound. I mean, this is a pretty solid, uh, uh, pretty solid removal spell here. There's also a Hue the Entwood. Uh, that's a mythic that's kind of like a bad scapeshift. We're not playing that. Mirror Mirror Guardian, Generous Ent. Green and black seem to be flowing. What do you think? Yeah, um, I'm not really sure what the pick is here, but it does seem like black has been the most open color thus far. White There's uh, also a white has kind of open, This can help us splash for other colors. Yeah. yeah, that may be the pick. It just helps us stay open, and maybe we end up in a green like um, base, but then we can kind of do whatever we want otherwise. True. Speaking of green base, we got past the Glorfindel Dauntless Rescuer. Three mana, three, two. Whenever you scry, choose one, and Glorfindel Dauntless Rescuer gets plus one, plus one until end of turn. Glorfindel must be blocked this turn of Fable, or Glorfindel can't be blocked by more than one creature each combat this turn. Oh, each combat that's turn, this turn. That's a funny way to say it. Uh, blue's starting to look a little open again. Now black. There's no black cards in this pack. There's another Woe's Pathfinder, but look. A green legend. I'm not looking a gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> Uh, I think that yeah. that works perfectly with what we got so far. Uh, also, the blocking stuff would work well with the mithril coat. Maybe you could scry, make them uh, make them block it, and then uh, snap in that indestructible. Ooh, there's a long list of the ends. Should we try it out? See if it works. <laughs> no, I don't have the patience for that. Uh. <laughs> uh, there's a barrow blade. It's an uncommon. Whenever it gets blocked, that ah, seems fine. I think I'd rather take like a a solid playable. Ooh, a white removal spell. There's also Sam's Desperate Rescue. Now there's a Fog on the Barrow Downs. That's like a white uh, pacifism style effect. There's also a Dreadful yeah, Storm. Real Wanderer. I don't hate taking the Wanderer here. Just two mana, two one. Whenever you scry, it gets a bonus. Yeah, that's fine. It's Maybe a working at blue drop. green. Uh, it's kind of in our colors. Yeah. 
Ooh, there's a lost legend, man. Maybe white is the is the move here. Lost legend is good. It's white, white, put target non-land historic permanent into its owner's library, fourth from the top. There's also a stalwarts of Osgiliath. Black Breath, Torment of Golem. Ooh, Torment of Golem seems pretty solid. It's almost like a four mana two two that when it enters the battlefield, uh, you thought sees your opponent. There's an Oliphant. I don't know. This is a, this is a tough one. What are you thinking? Mm, might be best to hedge on white. Does feel like we're kind of locked into blue green at this point, but I, mean, I guess we don't have to be. And white has felt pretty open for most of the pack. Yeah, white's still coming. There's an Eagles of the North here. A six mana three three flyer ETB creatures you control gain one zero in first strike, and it's a plane cycler. That'd be good. Maybe even if we end up splashing white. Again, there's a bunch of black cards, but there's a Morgul Knife Wound, Orcish Medicine, and Black Breath. Wait, didn't we just see that? <laughs> that wasn't a wheel. Yeah, well, this is this is a wheel pack, but... Uh, I'm looking at Eagles of the North. Let's just take it, see if what ends up being open. We get past a Born Upon the Wind. No one wants that. Deceive the Messenger is pretty solid. Target creature gets minus three, minus zero until end of turn. A Mass Orcs one. But there's also a Generous Ent. It's a green forest cycler. Uh, it's the five seven reach ETB make a food that just stabilizes so well and it forest cycles for one. I think we'll slam that. Entish restoration came back. Not too surprising. We're kind of down to the dredges of the pack here. There's a great hall of the citadel that can help splash for legends. Uh, I don't know if Entish restoration is doing anything for us. It's like a harrow effect. Hmm. Yeah, we I'll may just it. want the the land there, but. Um, Ooh, Chance Met Elves came back. That's pretty good. I mean, we have a lot of ways to get paid off by scrying. Not a lot of things that scry yet. Uh, two cards left in the pack, Black Breath and Mirror Mirror Guardian. We'll take the Guardian. And a last pick, yeah, Noticeably that, that, um, that Legolas didn't wheel, so that's something to keep in mind. But Someone's out there in blue-green, but it looks like we might just got to get railroaded in the, in the green-white here. We opened Arwen Mortal Queen. One green-white for a 2-2. Two -two indestructible she just comes in with an indestructible counter that's <laughs> i mean that's pretty good by itself but then you can pay one remove an indestructible counter from arwen another target creature gains indestructible until end of term put a 1-1 counter and a lifelink counter on that creature and a 1-1 counter and a lifelink one counter on arwen very flavorful with uh, her becoming mortal to uh live with aragorn for her mortal life um th this seems like an awesome card yeah, I feel like, uh, I mean, let's see what else is in the pack, but I feel like you just kind of slam that and move on. There's a tale of Tinuvale uh, that's the white saga that reanimates. There's a Shire Sheriff, which is pretty solid. I had one of these in my pre-release deck. It performed really well. A lot of ways to make tokens for free. We're just going to slam the Arwen, though. And we get past an Eowyn if we're looking for more legends in green-white. Uh, there's a Golem's Bite, one mana. It's like a disfigure effect, and then you can exile from your graveyard to tempt. Goblin Fire Leaper, solid for red, but we're really far away from that. A Took Reaper, no. I don't know. Awen looks like a, a pretty clear slam here. I think we can try to move it on green-white. Yeah, that does seem to be the way to go. White was also pretty open in the first pack, so we can expect to see some coming in the second, or in the third, rather. Oh, man, this is sad. Moria Marauder, we got passed. This is a red, red, 1-1 one, one double strike. And whenever a goblin or orc you control deals damage to a player, combat damage to a player, exile the top card of your library. So this thing, if you can get it in as like the ring bearer or just by itself, it starts smacking in, drawing you like two extra cards a turn. Uh, let's see. In this pack, though, not a lot. I do like Eastmark Cavalier. There's a Galadrim Guide. Four mana ETB Scry 2. We have a lot of Scry payoffs, but nothing that really does anything yet. And I do want to move in on the Scry Vector. That that makes Glorfindel a little better. Uh I kind of just want to take this, yeah, so this Galadrim guide. guide there. 
Yeah, the other white cards in this pack are fine. Soldier of the Grey Host, Escape from Orthanc, Eastmark Cavalier. These might even wheel. Oh, we got an Asildur's Fateful Strike. It's a legendary instant. Eh, whatever. Ooh, there's a Banish from Adoras here. Um, four and a white. Sorcery. Costs two less to cast if it targets a tapped creature. So, weird that you can't do this on, uh, on like, attacks, but it just exiles a creature. Uh, there's also an Errand Rider of Gondor. I really like this one. I had a couple of this in my pre-release deck. Uh, and we have a ton of legends at this point. I honestly might take this over the kill spell, even though we are low. This is a 3-mana three 3-2 three that just draws a card. Seems pretty solid. I think I'm on it. Plus, uh, that was kind of like replacement level removal. Ooh, an Erkenbrand Lord of Westfold came around. 4-mana 3-3 three, three in red. When it enters the battlefield under the humaners, creatures of control get 1-0 until the turn. I don't know about splashing for that quite yet. Especially because there's some other stuff in this pack we might want. There's a, another Mirror Mirror Guardian. There's a Brandywine Farmer. Second Breakfast. We're looking at 14 creatures and 4 non-creature spells. Might be time to start picking up some combat tricks to, uh, to supplement our nice green-white creature base here. Second Breakfast seems like a pretty good way to, to do that. It's a funny uh, funny pump spell. There's also another Eagles of the North, though. Honestly, that's kind of like a... Oh, what did I take? Oh, I took the Eagles. <laughs> All right, moving on. Ooh, there's a Protector of Gondor. Four mana, three, three, makes a one, one soldier. Can't complain about that, right? No, that sounds pretty solid. It is going to also fill a slot. Like, we're pretty heavy on threes at this point. We have very few twos, given that we're cutting blue. So, uh, sorry, fours. Hmm. So, um... Our four-drop slot could use a little bit of support, and the Protector of Gondor seems like a fine inclusion there. Honestly, I don't hate leaving Meldor in. Uh, may, yeah, we may splash the Meldor. That's true. Oh, we get past another Stalwarts of Osgiliath and another Protector of Gondor. I mean, look at these Protectors of Gondor with Meldor, right? Same with the Eagles of the North. ET being to just give our team... Well, hold on. That's on combat yep. damage, right? So I guess we can ETB to make a bunch more tokens, or oh, we can reset Arwen, right? You could remove a counter, yep. then reset her to enter the battlefield with another indestructible counter. Th this metal door is looking pretty good on the splash. Maybe if I can pick up a Shire Terrace at some point, but this pack, we take another protector. Ooh, there's a Mushroom Watchdogs. Nice little 2-2 two -two for two here. You can sack a food to put a counter on it and gains vigilance until end of turn. This one seemed uh, pretty impressive at pre-release. There's a Shower of Arrows here. Uh, you know, Disenchant Effect with Scry stapled to it. Nah, I think we're kind of on rails here. There's a Soldier of the Grey Host, but we just picked up some good fours, so let's take a nice 2-2 two, two for two. There's a Pippin's Bravery, the food pump spell. Might be time for that, right? Yeah, we do have quite a few ways to make food, so that's not necessarily a bad option. It is going to kind of fill that combat trick slot that we need, so it seems pretty solid to me. Last here, where there's no blue or white cards in the pack, I'll take like a random blue card surrounded by orcs maybe. Uh, we get to pick up an escape from Orthanc for free. Gives a creature 1-3 and flying. Untap it. That eh, seems fine. Uh, we can pick up a Chance Met Elves again. Late Mirkwood Bats. Yeah. Oh, Second Breakfast came back. Second Breakfast on the wheel. And an Olagai Crusher. All right. Pack three. Pick one. Display of power. One red red. The spell can't be copied. Instant sorceries. Nope. <laughs> I'm not going to finish reading that. I don't know what it does, but ooh, we got a Samwise the Stout, Samwise the Stouthearted. One of the white 2-1 flash. ETB, choose a non-land. Oh, no, choose one target permanent in your graveyard that was put there this turn. Return it to your hand. The ring tempts you. 
it's a two one flash. I mean, it automatically just becomes the ring bearer when it enters. If, if this is on turn two, this seems great. Yeah. It's also really good for like defensive blocks or aggressive attacks because you can flash it in after having set that up. If your creature died, like if you're trading, let's say you can bring that back to hand and, um, kind of go up a card in that way. Mm-hmm. So seems like a solid little combat trick in and of itself, even though it's stable to a body. And then, yeah, you get a free ring bearer out of it. Ooh, we get past King of Oathbreakers. Two white black for a 3-3 three, three spirit noble with flying. Whenever Oathbreakers and other spirit you control becomes the target of a spell, it phases out. Whenever it becomes, whenever it phases in, make a 1-1 one, one tapped spirit with flying. This seems busted. This is an unkillable 3-3 three, yeah, three flyer for four. And then it, it just makes you a bunch of tokens if they try to kill it. Uh, we can splash this, right? I mean, the Delighted Halfling helps. So. Yeah, so do the uh, Pathfinders, don't they? Um, yeah, yeah, it does. Maybe try to pick up another Pathfinder. Or uh, Honestly, this deck seems to be lacking in two drops and power. So a Pathfinder would be pretty good. All right, how hard do we want to go on that <laughs> that statement I just said? <laughs> Mary Esquire of Rohan's here. Red-white for a 2-2 haste. First strike as long as it's equipped. Whenever you attack with Mary and another legend, draw a card. Oh, there's also a Build-A-Pony, though. Build-A-Pony's on color, makes food. Uh, sorry, Mary. <laughs> I think Bill's a slam dunk here. Yeah, Mary's too early for the splashing plan to really be that effective for Oh, uh, there is a fog like on the Barrow build. Downs, though. This is an actual removal spell. There's also a Hobbit Sting. Hobbit Sting's a really solid removal spell. We do sorry. need removal. Oh, sorry, Bill. I, I really liked Hobbit Sting before. This deck's going to make a lot of creatures via Protector of Gondor, other things. I think Hobbit Sting is the pick there. That's sad. All right, we did get a Landreval Horizon Witness. Five mana, three, four flyer. It's, an, it's a legend. Whenever two or more creatures you control attack a player, target attacking creature without flying gains flying. Okay, yeah, this just jumps something. Seems good. Yeah, we always see those on Pegasus. Uh, there's like a, the staple Pegasus card in most sets, and um, it's, it's always a pretty solid effect. Yeah, the only other white card in this pack is Banish from Edoras. Uh, five mana, that's the Exile creature. It's it's like mediocre removal. I'd rather just remove the player that's playing the creatures via attacking with a bunch of birds. Yeah. Oh, well... Uh, one good Langevall Horizon Witness deserves another, right? <laughs> yeah, we did get past the second one. Um, it does seem fine. I think we may want... Well, I don't know what else is in this pack we really want. There is a Grey Havens, which does the scry thing. It also lets us add mana for cards that are in our graveyard, which might That's be relevant, no good but we're really trying time, to splash man. legends on the field, right? Yeah, so... Let's go Langevall, another I guess flyer. Landreval. Uh, and then that's only when two or more. So you could, you can just kind of send a bunch of stuff. Ooh, we're paid off. We got a Butterbur Bree Innkeeper. Just make a food every turn. Perfect. <laughs> can I interest you in another Butterbur? There's also a Bill the Pony. There's also a Bill in this pack. Uh, I mean, one, two, three, four. No, we're not wheeling a card from this pack. Butterbur seems a little more on vector, right? We've got a bunch of food. Yes. Do we have a bunch of food stuff? Uh, I think we're on Butterbur. Wait, some ways to make food. Butterbur is just a lot of repeated value. There's a Stone of Erin. No, that doesn't do anything. Ooh, there's a Mirkwood Spider and the Eastmark Cavalier. Oh, there's a Westfold Rider. I really liked this card in pre-release. Uh, it acts as kind of like a an emergency disenchant effect to kill certain sagas that do busted stuff. 
Some of the sagas in this set, their best chapters are like two and three. So Westfold Rider does have a chance to uh, attack in for a couple turns, then gets outclassed by opponent playing like a 1-4 or a 1-1 or something. Uh, and then you just sit back with it, use it to blow up one of their good artifacts or enchantments. All right. Down to the dredges here, we've got Nesquire the King. Seems good, but we're not going quite that wide. Same with Now for Wrath, Now for Ruin. Brandywine Farmer. We have good ways of making food already. There's an Enraged Heworn. We could use a bit more top end, but I don't think any of these cards are making the cut. I'm going to take the Heworn. Shower of Arrows. There's a chance we end up wanting this. As like well, a it is traditional chant. draft, so that's a solid sideboard card. Yeah. Another Brandywine Farmer. Rush the room. We're a little low on removal here, but uh, I, I think this is kind of be like a classic green-white, all-good-creatures deck. We're down to the dredges here. I'm just going to take some random stuff. Ooh, Greyhavens came back. I don't know if we're going to play it. It might actually like be a disadvantage to cast. Oh, last pick, Wizards Rockets. That helps you splash. Yeah, I mean, we've got a lot of playables in this deck, so I think cuts are going to be interesting. Um, I'd probably huh. start with the Mirror of Galadriel, to be honest with you. Yeah, you don't think we're getting there on a... Yeah, you're right. I mean, we, we're gonna we have, better have plenty ways. of Legends, but it's just such a slow card that I think we don't really care to have that effect. Yeah, we might just have better ways of using our mana. I think there's some other stuff we can cut here. The question is, like, what's our vector? Is it just Legends at this point? Like, kind of Legends beatdown? It does feel that way. It's just, yeah, kind of Legends good stuff, and we're just hoping our creatures are able to get in the red zone and hit our opponent before they can kill us. Uh, we don't really have too much removal, so we're not looking to deal with their board too much. It's just kind of a straightforward play my creatures, get in the red zone, hope my combat tricks can back me up and yeah. kill you before yeah. your creatures get out of hand. I think we can cut the scry vector. The chance met elves, the Galadrim guide. This seems pretty loose in, in, our, in our build, right? Yeah, I mean, there's obviously like value to incidental scry, but the cards we were including in the deck to specifically scry things or get payoffs for scrying, and I don't know that they're necessarily um, of the utmost value. Yeah, like these things are, are like Chance Met Elves is a three mana three two. Whenever you scry, put a one one counter on it. Like we're not getting there on that. Yeah. We just have value concentrated elsewhere. Yeah, realistically, that might be like a, a four three <laughs> in most games, and yeah. that's about it. So I don't know that it's necessarily super valuable to keep. Um, Mirror Mirror Guardian also feels like a potential cut. Three out of four, two. I mean, our, our three drop slots pretty stacked. We, we have a lot of playables, like you we said. We also don't have, yeah, we don't have a ton of stuff that lets us, that, that tempts us. So, right, getting yeah. like one of those effects is fine, I suppose. But then, like, we're not really going down the whole rabbit hole of being able to constantly like swap who our ring bearer is or anything like that. So, mm -hmm. it goes down quite a bit for me. Yeah, it definitely feels like we're more along the. I guess along the legends slash food vectors, I think for that reason, we can cut yeah. the nimble hobbit too. this one's, uh, well, I guess it works with food, but it doesn't seem great. Like uh, a two mana one, three seems good if you're trying to do tempting and it, that's a good ring bearer. Right. But I don't think it's yeah. what we want. Yeah. And even when you can make it on, like when you can tap a creature down, this one, three is just going to get eaten by most other creatures. So yeah. 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 I don't, I don't see the value there. Plus, we do have this one mana mana dork, which means in some games we're just going to jump straight to three, like just go right into Aowen yep. or right into Aaron. Well, not right into Aaron Rider. I guess that's not as good. You want to wait until after you got Legends of Play. Glorfindel looks a little strange, uh, given that we're cutting some of the Scry Vector, but I think we want a critical mass of Legends. 
Yeah, I guess there's a question there to be asked about how important a, a vanilla three mana three two is that is a legend, mm-hmm. and uh, versus being able to actually get value out of the scrying with him. In that case, that there's potentially an argument for mirror Gladriel to be kept and like just use that. That is a repeatable scry effect, so we could cut the other scry cards, keep that one, and we do have critical massive legends, so it's likely going to be relatively cheap to, to activate. Yeah, and then that does let us at least power up the Glorfindel. Yeah, yeah, I'm liking cutting that enraged humor in too. Just going through making some easy cuts. Um, right now we are at 20 creatures, eight non-creature spells. So I think of the rest of our cuts, five are probably all going to be creatures here. Uh, I, I think I almost want to leave in the mirror and try it out because look at how many yeah, legends that's we can I'm play. Thinking too. We could play Samwise, Eowyn, Glorfindel, Arwen, Melindor, Melindor. <laughs> Uh, Meldor, King of the Oathbreakers, two copies of Butterbur, two copies of Landreval. Yeah, that that's looking good. Actually, I think we can cut a land out of this deck too if we're playing all these uh, all these cyclers. We have three cyclers right now: two Eagles of the North, one Generous Ent. I think maybe we go down to one of each, you know, just so we have a little bit of variety. Yeah, and we also have the the Mana Dorks, so there is a good chance we can cast those. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that would maybe make me want to keep the, the extra land in. But I see them as more flood protection. Like I, I see almost this yeah. as a your plan is to forest cycle it when you have a free mana. And then sometimes when you flood, you get to cast it as a five, seven reach. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I see that. Um, that being said, I think we're cutting the gray havens. The scry isn't worth having a land that taps for colorless when we're already splashing some nonsense. So. It uh, looks like it right. gives us a second swamp. I don't really see why, given that we only have King of the Oathbreakers. Uh, let's cut that down. Actually, I think I like this. The 16... Eh, 16? I think I like this. Yeah, 16 lands. We have the Wizard's Rockets, which is also a mana cantrip. Uh, and then two land cyclers. I don't mind 16 lands when we have a mana dork, a colorless cantrip for one mana and two land cyclers. Plus, this is traditional, so there's not going to be the smoothing algorithm. Not that that has a huge effect, but if you play enough traditional, you can feel the difference. Yeah, so we're still looking for three cuts here. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be they three still pretty much all creatures. Have to be creatures. Hmm. Don't really want to cut any legends. Uh, hmm. Don't really want to cut our cyclers either. We're playing... Playing a pretty legend-heavy deck here. Maybe, maybe, no, man, it's hard to find a cut here. Yeah, it also can't be anything that acts as a removal spell because we don't have any. Yeah, we're kind of light um, on so that. So those are premium. Like, our combat tricks are basically what we're relying on to be removal in this in this deck, so we kind of have to keep those as well. It's got to be, in my book, the, like, lowest impact creatures in the deck. And oh, hold on. I just realized we, we have an Entish an... Restoration, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that thing's got to go. Uh, I mean, it does fetch out the uh, the basics we need, but I I think we're going to be fine on splashing. Like, we'll play one island, one swamp for the the uh, uh, the uh, I can't pronounce this properly. Meldor. Meldor for the Meldor, and Meldor does do some stuff in this deck, right? Like, it can flicker the Protector of Gondor. It can flicker the Generous Ent. Uh, it can flicker Arwen uh, to reset that. It can flicker Errand Rider of Gondor. That seems good. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely quite a few targets there. The other interesting thing is like all of our splashes are in the four drop slot, so we don't exactly need those lands super early. 
Mm-hmm. And we do have plays on four if we don't have that splash. So or either of the splashes. So I'm this not too worried about it either. Too. I think they'll land. Yeah, I think the mana is fine as is. Um, Two Butterbirds to just looking, gain think, three life every turn. Like this deck can can go pretty long. Like the, the Mirror of Galadriel, I think, looks better in a deck like that, right? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, and like I said kind of earlier in the in the, the episode, that card is going to get better when we have nothing to do late in the game and we don't really have anything late, uh, late to do, especially if we're cycling out those, those top end cards. So, mm-hmm. um, we will actually just want to dump our mana into scrying and drawing cards, I think later on. So the question is, what are our last couple cuts here? Maybe it's four drops because I I, just looking at the kind of thick. Deck, we do have a lot of four drops. We're looking at eight, uh, six four drops total. Um, our two splashes in Metaldor yeah. and the King of the Oathbreakers, and then the Protector of Gondors. Now, cutting the Protector of Gondors make the Metaldor worse because we have fewer flicker targets. Mm. Um, but then we also kind of don't want to cut Butterburrs because they're legends and do help with the stalling kind of aspect of the vector, which makes me think King of the Oathbreakers, but that is a pretty powerful card, which our deck is missing. We don't have a ton of power. Man, this is this is tight. I think I can see cutting one protector of Gondor pretty comfortably, but that is also just a, like a generically good card. Like, come on, just looking at that card, four mana, three, three, ETB, make a one, one. We know it's going to be one of the top performing white commons, right? <laughs> like, it's got to be. Yeah, it is. It is historically, at least over the last handful of sets, these types of cards have been really good. Um, Maybe we have a similar problem in. Yeah, maybe I mean, it's just it does too make cute. The splashing easier. It might be too cute. It is a four mana three three flyer though that has upside. So it's it's a super solid card. But um, it does have to connect. And you I know. It does have to connect, but it's a flyer. So how often is that not happening? Um, maybe it's just win more. You know, I like know. maybe maybe at this point, like protector of Gondor. I think Metal Door might just be win more. We're talking about flickering, like Arwen Mortal Queen. Like, <laughs> haven't we already won by that point? Like, we've put a counter on Metal Door and we've hit with like a four four flying indestructible or something. Like, or a four flying lifelink. That is true. Uh, I think Metal Door maybe just maybe that splash is a little too much. That makes it so that we can cut that island and maybe go up a. Actually, looks like it going go up, up a swamp at that point. Um, I almost don't know if we need it. You yeah. know. The king, we still have the wizard's rockets. We've got the delighted halfling. We've got the woes pathfinder to uh, to cast that properly. I, I guess I could see going up a swamp, but oh yeah, you know what? We, because we do have a plane cycler and a forest cycler, so it's almost like we're getting eight right ish lands. Plus, we have those other multicolor aspects. All right, I think we can cut one more creature here and be happy with it. Yeah, it's got to be a non-legend in my book, uh, which makes our three drops and four drops pretty much not touchable. Um, maybe the watchdogs although we do have a lot of food to sack yeah that could get really strong with butterbur and lake get pretty big yeah i like westfold rider like sam hmm yeah our other cards are like not cuttable um <laughs> this is the tight. mirror is arguably cuttable but i do think it's actually going to be pretty good in this deck we're just so full of legends maybe it's one protector of gondor it could pre- yeah it could be the protector i think that's the only card especially now that metal door's gone like we don't have the flicker aspects um yeah that also yeah. makes the curve a lot nicer this looks yeah, pretty good <laughs> it does look pretty sweet it's it's an interesting deck because it doesn't have like a whole lot of like power in any individual cards but it seems and it doesn't have a lot of like real synergies either but it does seem like mm-hmm. put together these cards are all kind of 
pointing toward the same thing. And I think that will make it a pretty powerful deck. Right. So to walk through this deck from top to bottom vector wise, we first picked the Mithril Coat and that said, all right, take a bunch of legends, put them in your deck. We picked up the Delighted Halfling after, which says, take a bunch of legends, put them in your deck. So then we kind of strayed into green, white legends. We got lucky opening up that Arwen, which points along the same vector. We've now cut most of our stuff except for legends, combat tricks, removal spells. So this is a, a pretty solid, I mean, look, it's a green, white, splashing black value deck like i can play one of these uh look looking up the curve starting off in the one drops we've got escape from orthonk uh that's the uh, pump spell flying we've got a delighted halfling the mana dork pippin's bravery a food pump spell looks pretty good with our butter burrs wizard's rockets to help splash and uh maybe just cycle through draw a card I, this deck might have played lembis over that to be honest um to work with some of the food stuff but whatever two drops we've got hobbit sting and Lost to Legend as our removal spells. We've got Samwise the Stouthearted, Westfold Rider, Mushroom Watchdogs, and Woe's Pathfinder as our uh, two-drop creatures. We've got a Mirror of Galadriel as something we're going to try to, I guess, try to get some experience with, see if this works. I mean, if I could get three Legends in play in a board stall, which this deck can do with Butterburrs, uh, this card becomes nuts. Like, if it's a two-mana artifact that says Tap, pay one, scry one, draw. Like, that's really, really good. Three drops here. We've got Eowyn, Glorfindel, Arwen at Mythic as our uh, legendary creatures. We've got an Aaron Rider of Gondor, which works really well with the legends. The Mithril Coat, which, again, we're trying it out. It is expensive for an equipment, but it just gives anything indestructible. Like, it's got to be good, right? We could have Arwen... We could give Arwen indestructible again, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's another thing that pairs well with Arwen, and then again, it's uh, it's got Flash, so we can use it as a combat trick to kind of save one of our creatures in combat, set up nice blocks, things like that. We've got Protector of Gondor at four drop. We've got King of the Oathbreakers. That that one I'm excited to try out too. I think it'll be it'll be worth the splash. Two copies of Butterbur uh, to make foods every turn. We've got Landreval, two copies at the five drop slot, the three four flyer that jumps creatures. And then at our very top end, we've got a copy of Eagles of the North and a copy of Generous Ent. Lands-wise, we've got seven plains, seven forests, and two swamps. It's coming to 17 creatures, seven non-creatures. Uh, that's a couple more creatures than I usually play in, in limited decks. But honestly, this is the type of deck I used to draft a lot when I was just kind of starting out. And I, I would always do pretty well with these. <laughs> uh, I, I guess maybe it's time to re-correct my, my drafting back towards... Uh, a slightly more simple approach, you know, play good creatures, do what they say to do, removal spells, card draw, one good equipment. This is a, a nice classic limited deck. Yeah, this does feel very capty as well. Um, we're really doing a, kind of a straightforward, just put cards on the battlefield, get in the red zone. And, uh, you know, it's a fairly effective way to win magic games. So. This is looking pretty sweet. I'm excited. I'll definitely be looking to hear how Mirror of Gladrail and the Mithril Coat do for you. Um, and uh, yeah, definitely let us know, listener, what you think in the Discord uh, about this draft. Would you have done the same things as Ben and I here, or would you have potentially pivoted at different points? We'd love to hear your thoughts on that. We'll try to link the uh, 17 lands data for this draft is as well in the episode description, so you can kind of go along pick by pick as well at your own speed. So that about does it for us this week. Thank you so much for listening. Again, if you're not already in the Discord, do check that out. Uh, the episode 
the link is in the episode description as well as on our Twitter page. And if you'd like to support the show directly, you can do so on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash draft chat pod. Thanks folks. And we'll catch you next week.